What up, everyone? Welcome again to another episode from my mom's garage. As always, this is your host, Tony, with my boy, Nicky. Hello, hello, hello. How you doing, Browski? Better than most. Better than most. That's amazing. Yep. That's awesome. You know, it's funny. I've been saying that answer for so long, and I, sometimes I think, like, damn. I'm just trying to be different in a sense, like, when people ask that question, but at the same time, like, damn, I wonder if people just think I'm just an arrogant asshole. But better than most. In high school, <laughs> people used to be like, "How you doing, Tony?" I'm like, "It could be better." You just sound like you're sad. sad. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, is everything okay? I'm like, "Yeah, everything's perfect." But it just could be better. She's like, "How?" I'm like, "Maybe I had, maybe somebody gave me ten bucks. I, I found like I bought a soda or I had soda right now. Yeah, I mean, it would have been better." You just be like, "Yo, be like this. If I won the lottery, I wouldn't mind winning twice." Yeah. <laughs> Talking about lottery. What up? What you got? Talking about lottery. All right. So I was uh, deep diving into like. TikToks and some Reddit forms and a lot of um, would you rather questions. Okay. So this is a question and talking about lottery. So I want to see your thoughts on it. So the 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 theory goes or the question goes: if a time traveler time time traveler comes to you and it's like, listen, uh, you can ask any questions to 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 test a theory to see if it's a time traveler, but he goes, I'll do this. I'll give your mom tomorrow. The winning lottery numbers for the Powerball, whatever it is, the biggest pot there is right now. I'll give her all the numbers, but you for the and ten minutes from now, you need to go to her and be like, "I hate what you've done to me as a child," and just sock her in the face as fucking hard as you can. But you can never tell her the reason why. Would you do it? So either bless her with good fortune. And then destroy my relationship with her? No, destroy your relationship, then bless her with good fortune. Yeah, but you can never tell her, so basically... You can never tell her, and she can never find out that it was because of you she got the lottery numbers from. Nah, I wouldn't. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you know, either, like, I destroy my relationship with my mother so she can win the lottery. And she'll be blessed for life. She'll be good for life. Yeah, but then... I won't be there with her. She won't have me as her son because obviously I would have destroyed our relationship by doing that. But you think you could fix it after one punch? I'm and I but I can never explain it. So how am I supposed to fix <laughs> no, it? No, just be like, oh, the things that you did to me as a child, I'm regressing and I'm just pissed. Again, I can never resolve <laughs> the situation. Basically, what I'm saying is, even like you're telling me to lie. <laughs> I know, yeah. That's what I'm saying because obviously, we if I can never tell her about lying too, I know. But I'm saying if you tell me I can never tell her the truth, then I don't have to lie to her to explain. Yeah, but it's either way, not no explanation I could come up with is going to be sufficient. So it's like, well, is not telling the truth or not telling the reasons a lie if you decide not to tell her? Okay, but yeah, like I don't know. I, I never understood that as a motivation. Like, what's well, not lying if I don't tell people? You're choosing to purposely not tell somebody. That's essentially a lie. You're but if you're not fabricating, if you isn't a lie fabricating something. You're purposely for, to, for people to choosing to, to not tell somebody something. That's that's that in itself is deception, which is considered a lie. It's a great line on that one. Great nothing. It's a great line. That's great nothing, dude. I'm telling <laughs> like if somebody did something to you in and, your life and didn't tell and me? didn't tell you about it. That's, that's deception. Not a lie. That's deception. That's deception, but not a lie. <laughs> that's a gray line. That's a gray line. No, that is a gray line. Deception is lying. When you deception is a form of 
Not lying. Deception is lying. <laughs> it's lying. You're lying. It's lying. That's what I'm saying. So either way, what I'm saying is that you're basically asking me if I would destroy my relationship with my mother yes. for, for her to have a million dollars. Yes. Or it's whatever. Whatever. If it's a $400 million pot. I don't think I can. I like, I just, I don't know. Like, I love my mother. Like, why would I destroy my relationship with her? Because you're under the impression that I can actually resolve that without telling her what, why I did it. I think you can. You tell it, okay, you're basically saying I could lie my way out of it. That's still a lie. Like, what I'm saying is, no. Like, now, if you told me by me, like, you know, by me lying to her or by me doing that, I can save her life. Yes, of course. I would rather. But you can't tell her. No, I would rather destroy my relationship with my mother as long okay. as it's, as long as she lives. Okay, but I don't know. Like, I, really? Like, I'm like good fortune. I mean, great. Like, the thing is, is that think about it. If you had, if you, if you're saying for your kid the same thing is like, if somebody your kid tells you, well, I destroyed our relationship so that you can be in bed. I, I'm like, I'd rather be some. I'd rather be struggle and have you in my life. As somebody I love, than to have all the money in the world and not have my, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. ultimately, that's what it is. No, I'd rather have my mom. So you want to sock her in the nose? No, I would not sock her in the nose and tell her. I think I would. Go for it, man. <laughs> and what happened? I was like, what happened if the time trial was a lie? He's just like somebody just fucking with you. No, that's, <laughs> that's another thing too. Is like you're, you're the person they're gonna come. They're gonna come through with that, like. I don't know, man. I just can do that. No. And honestly, I wouldn't trust anybody who asked me to do that. This is like, like, I mean, what, what, what's the point? Like, are you just getting off on this? Like, <laughs> is this what time travelers do? <laughs> just fuck with they decided guys. they decide to have people like do just devastating things to their relationship so they can get off on it. Oh yeah, I get, I made him do that. <laughs> See that? See that? I made him slap his own mother. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. So, so no. what happened if she knew about it? If you're like, listen, I'm going to have to punch you as hard as I can in the nose for for you to win the lottery. Would you still punch her as hard as you can? She's accepting of it? Yeah. It, what, like, would you talk to her? She's like, I don't want to do it because it's going to hurt. And you're like, mom, it's like $6 million. Like, we, could, we could do some reconstruction surgery if I punch you that hard. So you want me to punch her against her will for money <laughs> she's not willing to no, accept? No, but would you, conv- would you convince her, though? I, why would I have to convince her? Like if she says no, she's like, if she she's says on the no, fence. like what is, what's up with the convincing part? She's aware my fist hitting her face would be devastating. Think, why would I? You think have your to mom would say no? You, I have no idea. Would, but you know your mom. You've known her all your life. You don't think I get that? But I'm saying like I wouldn't even know how to respond. I don't know. It's like she might say like thing is is that my mom also is. A if she says what happens if she says yes? But you have to like fucking go hard, bro. Hard like. Like, like fucking push your hips through it. Like punch through your hips hard, like a boxer. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> Are you really into like? Well, you go ahead and punch your mom. <laughs> your mom's like half your size. I know. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you ain't hitting nobody. Nobody. All right, all right. Let's get to some topics. Um, we recently got announced that uh, Justin. Hyatt, uh, he was a screenwriter for The Red Sparrow. If you remember that movie with uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Um, he is writing a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen reboot. 
<laughs> yeah. No, I'm just laughing because of how bad the original that, that movie was. Yeah, that movie made Sean Connery quit acting. That was the movie that, that broke the camelbacks for him. Broke the camelback. <laughs> it, it was that bad. The thing is, in concept, it seems like a great, interesting yeah, movie. Yeah, Dr. Like, Jekyll, I know. Mr. Hyde. You have, uh, uh, what's his name? Mark something from League uh, Under 20 Leagues, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Like, you have all these major uh, protagonists in movies or antagonists in movies and books, and you put them all into one movie. That's a concept. But. Yeah, that movie was horrible. But that's the thing. Like, but like this, it felt like a movie that should have been a series. It shouldn't have been one movie. I mean, like that just seems like such a complicated. Like that's the thing about some movies is like you're trying to tell this elaborate, crazy, enormous story in a ninety minute movie. Yeah. Like the whole thing with uh, Queen of the Damned. It's you couldn't like. That kind of complication, I'd rather see either in a three-part series or three-part movie, like trilogy, or a movie, a TV series. Yeah, I would. I would. I uh, after this Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness, I'm like, I'm. I want more series. After watching Moon Knight, I'm like, I want series. I want limited. I don't give. I don't want series like seven seasons. I want like limited series. Give me ten episodes. I'm talking a solid story. And I th- and I think a lot of comic books, and a lot of uh, things that aren't like in the on the realm of fantasy, are better equipped for that type of presentation. Some stories can be told quickly. Some stories need yeah. some elaboration. And if you're gonna get into the elaboration, and, and world building too, because to yeah. build that world out. Yeah, a world where they all exist. A world you know where you under because the thing is, let's be honest. Not everybody's going to be familiar with those stories like that. Like, you know, we might know tidbits of it. We might have heard those names. But as far as knowing who the characters are and what their their full backstory is, it's not something, I, unless you're a very literal, 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 sorry, literary person yeah. that sits there and reads all these things, you're not going to know. So, no, if, you wanna, if they're going to do that, I hope they do it with a very elaborate, well-told story. Yeah. I agree. But obviously the stain of the original might still be lingering in a lot of people's mouth. Mm-hmm. And that might not be good as far as people want to watch it. True. All right. So next topic mm-hmm. is we're going back into the world of Hunger Games. So they are doing a prequel of the Hunger Games, which is going to st- show um, Snow's political rise. Really? You yeah. Mean how they created the. Well, this is gonna be. It's gonna be the. It's gonna be called the Hunger Games: The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, and it'll preview the uh, the rise of young Cornelius Snow amid the tenth annual games. I don't know. Like, I'm like they should they should go away with the series. Just be done with it. Well, the series didn't feel like it needed a follow up. I get oh, it. Oh, I you mean it. a prequel? Not even anything. Like honestly, a like spinoff. The first one was interesting. The second one was, you know, it's it was an interesting series to watch, but I, I just don't think that it deserves any any other storytelling. Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm only I'm by myself on this. I just don't feel like that's a world people keep on revisiting. Yeah. Like once the series ended, I don't see people sitting there like 
I know people, I know for a fact there's people that sit there and watch Harry Potter over and over again every weekend here and there, stuff like that. Like yeah. people revisit that like world all the they time. Did, if they did a The Rise of Palpatine, let's say Star Wars, I would watch that. Yeah. Because that, that universe and world is so big that I still watch most of the movies every few every year, but that's that's a universe that I, I could go into and, and get a story from on a singular character. You know what it is? So, like, okay, you think about every trilogy, right? You, so, every other tr- there's a lot of trilogies where people like to go back to that world, right? Star Wars, you know, um, Harry Potter. Like, you you know, as much as people could critique it, I'm sure there's people that relive Twilight like crazy. Yes. They like that world. They like to live that world again. But I felt like with, like, Hunger Games or Deviant. Um, Divergent. Divergent. Which it didn't even do the last part. Look at that. I don't feel people want to revisit those worlds. Like, it's not about that the dystopian future because I mean, think about Mad Max. I watch Mad Max all the time. Yeah, but these two worlds they, they just weren't that interesting. Like, once you tell the story, that's fine. People maybe they want to revisit in books. Maybe the books are a little bit more elaborate in the world, and they the people want to revisit that. But as far as the movies, no, yeah. people don't want to. And even um, I feel like even with uh, uh um uh um. Maze Runner. I don't know if that's a like that was an interesting movie, and I don't. The books were better. The books, I'm sure, were better, but those are not those trilogy style movies are not worlds that people want to revisit. Yeah, they're one shots. They're like, let me just begin the story. They're interesting stories, and people watch the stories, but people don't go because that's something when you when you do the Harry Potter and all that stuff that you want to go in though. You like that's how you you get transported into that, but like no. And I think Hungry Games, I don't feel like I don't really want to know anything else about that world. Yeah, and I think with Harry Potter is that. They, because of the six movies, there were so other nuances in in the story in the story itself. Like that's how we got uh, Fantastic Beasts mm-hmm. through one of the books. Like, and you know what I mean? There's they they, imp- like, implanted little things throughout the movie that people were like, what is this about? And be interested. Like nobody fucks gives a fuck about Snow. They were like, I hope he died and. I didn't remember how the last movie. I think he did. I think he passed away. I think he died in a bomb or something. What the Cornelius Snow, the old dude? No. Oh, he did it. Nope. Oh. Nope. Uh, you don't remember the end of the movie? I can tell you. You can tell. It's been so. The movie came out like what? The I last remember. One? You remember? I don't remember. She was supposed to kill Snow. Mm-hmm. She didn't. She killed the one who was taking charge because she was basically just as bad. Hmm. So, yeah, she, like, but I think that they left him, they allowed him to live. He just didn't, he just wasn't uh, present anymore. But honestly, and the thing is, they're going back into the 10th, you said it was a 10th um, Hunger Games, I guess. Yeah, the 10th annual. I would rather, like, if you're going to do any of it, I'd rather watch the first one. First one. one. Something where it's where like. people are struggling to, to actually, like, not want to do it. No, no, no. Where they came that, up with the idea. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The first one that, that all all the, the districts were like, we don't want to be a part of this, but they're forcing them to. Like, this is the only way you're going to do it. Because uh, by the 10th one, people were got accustomed to it. You know I mean, it's already been 10 years. People just got, you know I mean, there's kids born that never knew about it. They're hearing about it. I just feel like I, I would like to see, I would like to see something where it's like, it shows maybe. Like the, the purge. The, think about the, the first year of the purge. Yeah. Well, the, well, the purge, they did the first year of the purge. Yeah, they did. First Just like first. that, yeah. No, but I mean, like in general, like okay, so like imagine a world where, um, there are uh, like so they're like basically there there was some kind of party big war, 
and the the main district, whatever, is like, listen, I we need to know like you guys are, we need to make you guys suffer before what you did. And in order to do, I need everybody to give up one warrior, whatever. And based on that, we can show favorites. So, you know, something like, so something where they basically am able to sell those people to do this and everybody just kind of complies. Yeah. But I don't know. Anyways, so that that's, I don't know. Other than that, I really don't want to revisit that world. Who knows? I probably still watch the movie, but I just right now, it's not, a, it's not the most intriguing thing for me. All right. Uh, next is, so the movie Gray Man. I don't know if you remember, we talked about it. It was on Netflix. Yeah, we did. Preview, and it's starring... Um, Ryan Reynolds and um, Chris Evans? Yes. Yes. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling, sorry. Uh, Chris Evans. And is directed by the Russo brothers. Yeah. So, and this is funny that I have... This is the first... I don't know if I've seen it like this before, but Netflix is throwing so much money at it that they already approved or in development of a prequel and a sequel to The Green Man. And it hasn't been released yet. That's a lot of confidence. That is. Well, you have the Russo brothers behind it, so. Again, I mean, you know, even, what was it, the, sorry, the, um, the, the people behind the Matrix, um, they made, um, that one with, uh, Mila Kunitz. Mila Jupiter, Kunitz. Jupiter Rising? Yeah. So... <laughs> Sometimes people miss, man. I'm just saying, it's like it's a lot of confidence. Yeah, but there was a big gap between Matrix and that. I'm, I'm aware. I'm just saying, is that, and don't get me wrong, it's a beautiful movie. Like, I, I mean, there were scenes, and obviously that movie wasn't the best as far as story, but it was shot beautifully. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of beautiful scenes to it, but I'm just saying, is that otherwise, just that's a lot of confidence. So, I mean, obviously, I love that. I like that. I'm like, and 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 the thing is, Netflix is notorious. For just having like shows and just put one season out and then canceling because they just didn't meet their ROI. And then even on top of that, with everything they're going through with losing subscriptions and it still confuses me. And uh, the things that they're having issues with their employees. I don't know if you heard about that. Yeah. The the letter they sent out? No, no, no. I mean, I don't know about the letter, but I, I mean, I know they were having issues with employees who um, were upset with certain people that they have on their. On the network, oh yeah, on the show, mm-hmm. and they and they think apparently they sent a letter out saying that uh, we I guess they they want to be inclusive, but they have to understand that they're going to put people with opposing views and perspectives, and that's what creates dialogue. And you know I mean you can't just shut out one person because they they don't agree with you or your thoughts. So they were like, if you don't like that, then Netflix is not the best place for you right here. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, let's be honest. It all depends on the stance, because I mean, it's not a, like it's not necessarily just about a difference of opinion. It's because if whoever's on there, whoever the the whole purpose is, goes overboard, like it's basically public opinion ultimately. Yeah. So when public opinion is in the middle of something, then they can they can they can they can have that kind of confidence. Like you know, you choose what you want to be here. But if public opinion steered more towards the employee, then guarantee you they would have a different outcome. It's all about it's honestly it's all about it's somewhat about loyalty because obviously that's how Netflix is able to maintain certain people to be there. They keep loyalty with certain certain people. You know, 
Adam, you know, Adam, Adam Sound, stuff like that. You know, they Dave have, Chappelle, but they, which is a, which is yeah, another t- uh, topic of contention with with some situations. But that loyalty obviously causes them to get a lot of exclusivity yeah. and popularity. But obviously, it's public opinion as well because yeah. if public well, opinion steered differently, their reaction would be different. Yeah, no, but and that's another thing that I guess I forgot where I was hearing this when I was listening about it, and, mm. and somebody brought the point was that with a lot of large corporations, they they buckle under when they're when they're scrutinized by the by the general public because they have somebody that probably doesn't go with the PC norm or very they already have opposing or aggressive views and they'll buckle and they'll they'll distance themselves from that now particular character. There's something to be said when it's done pre too prematurely. Yeah. But it's another thing to be said like ultimately I mean, you just have to kind of read the read the room. Yeah. I mean, now, let's say the funny thing is, like, the employees doing that is one thing. But, and I'm not, again, this is not me suggesting it. This is not me saying that it's a possible. No, I'm not saying any of this stuff. But, because, like, let's say they were to find out, let's say the, all the people discontinue the service was something to do the same thing with the letter, I, their attitude would change. Oh, yeah. And it sucks, but it's true. It's because... I mean, loyalty is great, but the thing is, ultimately, when it comes to this is what this is why I don't. When it comes to their pocket. If you hit their pocket, then they're gonna be like. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. Is like when it comes to company. I mean, I, I mean, it, you would like companies to do the right thing, but ultimately, that's why I don't depend on companies to do the right thing. The reason I say that is because companies are based on fiscal responsibility. Their job is to make sure that they they make the most money for their for the people, their shareholders, stuff like that. Like yeah, so. It's that's why when I think people try to put too much morality on companies, no, people should have morality, and people can hold can try to hold companies accountable, but to say that oh companies are being well, no they're not being moral they they have to it's ultimately you know what's most profitable yeah that's why people have to hold those companies and you know true but yeah so let's see how it ends but right now I'm really still confused about the whole you know people like taking off their like subscription because honestly I love Netflix. As far as like the content, I mean, I just saw the one Mike Myers TV show, and I love that thing. It wasn't yeah. like the old stuff they used to come up with, but I still love that show. I've never really been a true fan of Mike Myers, so you yeah. told me to watch him like that. But now that we're talking, going back to uh, yeah, yeah. Green Man, we have Green Man that they're doing a production, a prequel, and a sequel. Uh, they just dropped the trailer, which I haven't got to fully see, of uh, Love, 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 Sex Robots season three. And they just announced um, a season, what is it? I think it'll be season five of Black Mirror returning for a new season. Or you season, know what's funny? I, um, and it's been, I never I, finished watching the last Black Mirror. And it's been in hiatus for three years before. I, uh, so, yeah. So like, uh, do, do you remember the last, <laughs> the last season? The, la- the last season was supposedly only like three episodes. It was. It was the gamer one, which that made... A lot of people awkward, like especially because we 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 know most of the gamer community. Yeah, the fighting game community. And yeah, so that was just that was just an interesting episode for the fighting game community, obviously because that was about yeah. two guys, two close friends playing the fighting game. Then there was uh, the one with uh, what's her name, Miley Cyrus, uh-huh. and then the other one was the museum. The last one was the museum. The last one, the museum. 
that the girl dra- travels to a museum of like artifacts and and it's like a little story in each of them. How did I watch? I watched that one. I don't remember watching the Molly Cyrus oh, maybe, one. Maybe that was, I don't know, maybe I confused that one for the previous season. No, because I know I didn't finish it. Uh, I don't remember why I didn't finish it, but I remember seeing that one, the one about the museum. I just remember the Molly Cyrus one. That she's in a doll? Mm-hmm. She's like a robot doll or yeah. whatever? Yeah, I didn't ever watch that one. Oh. I don't remember, but let's let's see where it goes. I like I said to people that watch it, this is this is one of the really very great written anthology stories that are within like eight episodes. But first three seasons, I want to say, were amazing, and I think it, a lot of it had to do, which I'm gonna say now is like a lot of it was created in, in Britain, Great Britain. Mm-hmm. So they have a different style of storytelling and a different style of writing and a different um, they're not conformed to a certain formula of telling storytelling like we do here in the West. And then when Netflix extended the series, they had, I think, season three no season four had a mixture of both. And but I, I don't know if it was like 20, 20 percent like Britain written or, or the other 80 or 60 was was here but you could tell there was a disconnect you could tell there was a disconnect in the stories because now you were now they had celebrities on it so they they, you were showing face of like what celebrity have on this episode but i'm like even though i'm like i didn't really care for the celebrities i'm like yeah it's weird that's like out of the i mean i never watched the the molly cyrus one um but it's nothing again again it was an interesting topic. I just didn't feel like you, like you said, it didn't feel like it, the the other episode, the one about the two f- uh, friends. friends. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. felt very different. Um, I felt like it was approaching a very provocative topic, but something about the like the whole approach and everything was it just didn't feel the same way. However, the one about the um, the museum, I liked it, but I think that was more of a British episode too. Yeah. Um. But that, that that had a lot more interesting concepts for me, only because a lot of it w- was uh, pertaining to you know like like the little stories. It was an it was an anthology inside of an anthology. Yeah, it was like many anthologies inside of that. One but I thought they were interesting stories in general. Which one? Mm-hmm. But they were all good stories. That's what I'm saying. Like the one where um, the wife passed away and her consciousness was in the husband, and then he couldn't have her there, so he put her in the doll. And you know, remember was that? Given away, yeah. Yeah, it was it was such an interesting. Thing like that so yeah, it was it was like i said overall that was a that was an interesting episode altogether so i mean i because there's nothing against like i okay so i used to watch a lot of uh, american anthology technology based like uh the outer limits yeah um especially the the more updated like the ones in like i want to say 2000s i guess mm-hmm. or 90s i think it was but uh, i love those because they had they dealt with really interesting topics as well but yeah, that one just felt off. If that was the only one I can go by, I didn't see the Miley Cyrus one, but I don't know how it felt. Yeah, it felt. But off. that first, that first one felt a little off, and the way the storytelling, and that was that was Falcon. It was in it. Um, it was uh, Black Panther and and American uh, Captain America. Yeah, Anthony so, Mackie. And who? Anthony Mackie. That's his name. Okay, Anthony Mackie. Yeah, but again, it was something about the storytelling that felt a little off, and I think it was because. I don't know exactly how to explain it's it. It's the writing. That's what it is. And something about it. like Yeah, it, something. It, 
the minute I saw it, I was like, it was interesting topic, but the writing wasn't as superior as all the other seasons. And that's the thing is like, you, you, each of them has a different writer, a different director, each episode, but the standard should always be the same. And, and I felt from season one to season two, the writing got way better. And season three, I'm like, oh, it's still good. And then the minute it transitioned to a is U.S. based, then everything felt like it just went down. You know what it was? Okay, so for the me, what I think it was with that episode, it was more of that. Uh, it was a, it was an interesting topic, but then it was approached with a very kind of jokey uh, premise in a sense of like they're playing a, a Street Fighter style game. So I felt that's that's where I felt like it just literally invited itself to be more of a meme than it was approaching an interesting topic. Yeah. So I don't know something about I guess like like that like. But anyways. All right. Yeah. Continue. I'm sorry. So let's get to three animated news. So uh, the first one. This will be a quick one because I don't know if you remember. So Daria, remember the show Daria? Yeah. They're doing a spinoff of an animated film for it where okay, so they're gonna make a daria movie a dark spin-off series called jody into uh, was uh, it was reworked into planning a daria spin-off series jody now it's into a full full a full-length feature okay question maybe because i'm the, like it's been a while since i've seen daria wasn't jody her sister uh jody was her friend okay okay sorry i just wasn't i i, I wasn't familiar she with was the, the name african-american girl what? I don't remember. I th- like when you say Daria's friend. I think and not the, the other, not not the the gothy girl. Not the gothy girl. I don't think huh. so. I th- I thought she was part of it, but it's part of the series. I don't know much about it, but I'm like, I didn't remember. We we're just talking about a group of friends, and I'm like, I thought you mentioned that you watched it. So that that was be good news. But see, but then it, they continue. But continue. The thing is, is that it's such a far disconnect, and. If that's your friend, I understand, but that's more like a third-tier friend in a sense. Like, you know, like right now, if I was to pull up a shirt, uh, a graphic shirt or something like that, you're going to see possibly your sister and possibly her other friend. So the character you're mentioning, I'm sure was part of the series, but I don't remember, like, and I might have remembered if I watched it yesterday, but, I mean, this is like, what, 10, 15, 20 years? I don't remember when we watched Daria. So that's what I'm saying. I find it bizarre that they're reprising a kind of like a third tier character for their own spinoff. Yeah. But you know where we, uh, you know where we, wait, let's see. Okay. She was so Daria's, she was Daria's good friend. Jody was a fan favorite and one of the few characters on a successful animated series that represented diversity into the show. I get so, that. No, no, I'm saying I'm like I didn't remember much about her. I, I, she looked familiar when I saw the picture, but I I thought you I remember you saying. But you know what? There's not getting mm. um, a third party character mm. married with children. So what's going on with married children? They're making an animated series with the original cast, and that's great. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm just wondering how that's gonna play. I like. It's, they get, it's, like, it's it's I think it's through Sony Warner Brothers if I'm not mistaken. Okay. So I know it's going to be on a series, but I'm, I'm I don't know what platform they're putting it through. You know what's funny is like you think about it, they're only they have to make it animated because 
if they were to continue the way that they were in live action, it wouldn't like it would be basically offensive from the get. Oh yeah. I was gonna be offensive from the get now. Nah, but it'll be offensive in more of a comedic Comed- way. Comedic way, yeah. In a way that it's not like I mean, because again, <laughs> there's uh there's some things I find it interesting. There's some things that if you try to do in live action, it's just gonna be offensive one way or the other. But if you do an anime, it can just I can be a joke, or it can be satire. But it's yeah. so in it's, live action is just not easily accepted. Yeah, so it's in the works with Sony and is gonna be shown in um, Hulu. It's gonna be headed to Hulu. I, I I can see that. I'm happy for it. I mean, I mean they were a family I grew up with. Like, yeah. it, like I don't know. They were why. offensive I, and, and the funny thing is, is that I wish I was a I was a very very small child when uh, you had um, you know the bun the 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 Bundy. Brady no the Brady and stuff like that. Like, the, but I don't really much. Yeah, I don't remember that like that. Like you know Brady Bunch, uh, different strokes, all these different things. I was I forgot how old I was. I was real, like I was under. I was just say I was under ten. But you do remember the Bundys. But that's what I'm saying. The Bundys were more what I felt like I grew up with. I felt like yeah. I grew up more of the time of the dysfunctional family dynamics in TV shows. Yeah. Because then you had the Bundys, and then you had another one which I, I can barely remember, but it was similar to the Bundys, where it had the same thing. It had a very attractive daughter, but in this case, she was more intelligent. Like this, and the Bundys always made her seem like she's ditzy. Ditzy. In this other series, it was more uh, that the the daughter, as attractive as she was, she was highly intelligent. Um, the brother was from that he played Entourage, I believe, and the whole premise was that the father was psychotic because he would talk to his bunny. Oh, I remember that one. Yes, I remember that show. And I think his who played the bunny. I remember. Uh, Gilbert Goffrey. Yeah. So I remember the show that he was just the father was just basically demented. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. That was another dysfunctional family. I I don't remember it clear, but that was one of the ones I grew up with too. So I don't know. There was a, there was a lot of interesting movies. Like I'm just saying, it's like that was where I grew up with those kinds of shows. So I, yeah, I love so the I rem- what I, one thing I remember uh, about uh, was the, it Greg the Bunny? No, was it Greg the Bunny? Uh, I don't remember. It was Unhappily Ever After. There you go, Mr. Floppy. <laughs> um what one thing I remember about the Bundys is mm-hmm. that in uh in elementary school the the principal had a whole a whole like school presentation and the whole like thirty minute conversation was about the Bundys and how they were a dysfunctional family and that you shouldn't watch that show because that's not representative <laughs> of what a healthy healthy relationship <laughs> is between the kids, between the parents and like that's not how you show love in the household. Like she went on for thirty minutes. I was like, damn, she really hates the show. That's weird. I don't. You know what's funny It's like I mean, I was a kid and I never. I saw it for a satire from then. I don't. I never saw it as like, oh, is that the way? He's, I just never saw it that. Way. I don't know yeah. why. I just you know because we we grew up on learning how to disconnect what we watch on TV and what happens in real life. But not even that. It's just not because it was TV. But it's just no. But that's what I'm like saying. I can tell. Let's say uh, Family Matters seemed more realistic than the Bundys. Like the Bundys always seemed like a satire show. Like they yeah. were making fun of something. Yeah, but wouldn't you? But that's the thing. Even though it was funny, mm-hmm. I think us growing up the way we grew up, we 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 kind of knew how to disconnect what we saw on TV and not be like, oh, that's how it really goes down. Like no, I was like. And that's the thing. Maybe there's some kids that she she knew that didn't 
that resonated with it. You get me? But um, all right. So um, lastly, mm, yes, Pixar announces uh, their new movie uh, called Elemental that's supposed to be dropping on 2023. So the premise, uh, this is directed by the Peter Stone, Son, which is uh, he did the good di- the good dinosaur. Mm-hmm. So the concept is imagine a world where living embodiments of fire, water, land, and earth co- cohabitate centered on, and the movie centered on flame girl Ember and water guy Wade into the story. So the, the, um, they go into deeper into the idea of Elemental and from Sohn's, um interview, he says, my parents immigrated from Korea in the early 90s, 1970s. Built a bustling grocery store in the Bronx, and he and his, the press statement was that we're among many families who venture to a new land with hopes and dreams, all mixing into a one big salad bowl of cultures, language, and beautiful little neighborhoods. So that led to the story is uh, is based on classic elements of fire, land, water, and air. Sorry, fire, water, land, and air. Some elements mix well with each other, and some don't. And what if these elements were alive? I just. Feel like I'm gonna cry. Yes, I already, I already know. It's like Pixar. I'm, bro. Give me a box of tissues. I'm, I'm fucking. I'm yes. gonna cry. And like I, I, <laughs> it's like I'm like in my head. I'm like, I don't care what you're telling me the story. I'm, I'm I, I like Pixar already knows. Bro, Pixar made you cry with bow. <laughs> Did you notice um, the the girlfriend? Right, you remember when they showed that he brought a girl home? Yeah. And like they made, if you look at the way she looks when she sees him as still like the as the bow, you know, as yeah. the as the you know whatever entity he was, the the girl seemed very, I don't know, like like the bad influence in a sense, right? Yeah. You know, like oh, like very kind of. I guess if you wanted to describe it as trashy, that's yeah. what description. But the the what I'm trying to say is that it was completely different than the ending. It kind of, and I basically I saw a video where they were indicating like that was to show you what her perception at the time of this girl it was compared to what she actually was like. So I yeah. just thought that was funny. That's awesome. So all right, I'm re- like I said, I'm ready for it. I I hope. That, I mean, they take they take an, an interesting approach when it comes to the storytelling. So it's probably gonna have me look at certain things certain ways, which it always does. So I can't wait. I got my, my, my tear box ready. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, guys. So I want to say thank you for uh, listening to the latest episodes from My Mom's Garage. As always, you can find us on Insta- Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at From My Mom's Garage or email us at fmmgpodcast at gmail.com. As always, send a friend, bring a friend, tell a friend. See you next week. Later. <laughs>